Hello and welcome to the show that teaches you the things your parents and teachers are too afraid to. The Headiest Blog. Today, Matthew Hussey asks if you're having a complicated Christmas. Well, if so, watch this. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. Christmas and the holidays in general are a great magnifier. They're a magnifier for joy. If you're feeling a lot of joy in your life right now, if you're in an amazing relationship and you're excited about sharing the holidays with that person, or if you have incredible family around you that you've been looking forward to seeing and you're already excited about that, the the holidays become a wonderful magnifier for all of those wonderful experiences. But they can... Yup, but, uh, you know, for girls that have chosen not to be in relationships because they're strong, independent women that don't need a man, well, it's a little different, isn't it? Also be a magnifier for pain. If there's someone in particular you're missing this Christmas, if there are people that have left your life... Of Alpha Widow. ...either through death or through breakups, then it can be an incredibly painful time and one that reminds us of what we don't have right now. And that extends to family and friendships. If you feel particularly lonely right now in your life, the holidays are a time where you feel even more lonely, especially when you go online and it looks like everyone else is having this hallmark. Yeah, that's obviously bullcrap, right? Like you can't compare your life to someone's highlight reel, you know? Like you can't compare your life to someone's highlight reel. So there's no point in even trying. Christmas or you're watching the actual Hallmark holiday movies and you're seeing all of these quintessential, beautiful, happy ending versions of the holidays. It can be this really stark contrast with what we find ourselves experiencing today. I wanted to reach out and say, if you are having a complicated Christmas, it's complicated. Again, when, when you hear a girl say something like, it's complicated, it's obvious what's happening. Uh, she's making bad decisions and then blaming it on someone other than herself. It's complicated, my lord. That you are not alone. That despite what people are putting on social media about what an incredible time they're having over the holidays. This is also obviously true. As I said, you can't compare your regular life to somebody's highlight reel. You know, there's some people, they just go to a place and they take a picture and and they pretend that they went there. It's just for the purpose of pretending they did something. Like... Why would you even ever compare yourself to that? Who who cares? Like, that's not reality. Again, guys, one of the best things you can do is actually not use social media. Social media is the easiest way to just feel depressed for no reason. So don't do it. The reality is that so many people are having a very complicated version of the holidays some people it just feels dark and sad and scary and lonely other people it feels like it's this weird mixture of things you know they're having 
a lot of joy in their lives right now with some people, but maybe there's someone really important missing. Maybe there's something going on internally that you feel, even though everyone is having a wonderful time around you, and even though you may not be voicing it to the people around you, there's, there's something for you internally that, that feels broken. And if that's the case, I want to reassure you. This is why you should not be an alpha widow. Do not go out and sleep with random dudes. Don't have multiple relationships as a girl with multiple guys and so on. Because you're going to end up miserable and alone and feeling sad for no reason. Because you exposed yourself to idiotic things that you shouldn't have ever exposed yourself to. Again, guys, like, it's about bad decisions, right? You can't consistently make bad decisions and then be surprised when bad things happen to you. Well, again, that's that's life, ultimately. That you are in good company. That there is a wonderful club of people who are all themselves experiencing their version of a complicated Christmas. And they may not be posting it online, and it may even be the people, the very same people who are posting the most positive things online about the day they're having. But I assure you, you're in wonderful company. This is an invitation to not feel alone, but instead feel in that company, to feel like, wow, I'm, there are so many people in life who must be experiencing their version of this. So here's what, what is dystopian about this. Matthew supposedly gives girls dating advice, right? Supposedly. But the irony is if you keep watching Matthew Hussey videos, you're more likely to get into this situation and have to listen to this video than not, right? That's the irony here. The irony is that you really shouldn't listen to his advice because it's bad. He gives horrible advice. And that's why, like, that's that's why um, I, I don't recommend listening to this garbage. Okay, anyway, let's continue. Right now. And if that's true, then I get to decide what kind of energy I want to represent in that club of people that are all having their version of a complicated Christmas. This isn't a message of gratitude, of saying, you know, even though you've got it hard right now, look how much you have. And it's not even a message of hope, of saying, even though this is where you are right now, think how much better it will be in the future. Some things will be better and some things will never be the same. You know, there will be some aspects of our life that may never change back to the way that we want them, or there might be someone you lost in your life that you can't get back. There may be a message of hope in that you'll feel better one day, but life to an extent is always going to be complicated. And rather than live- This guy, like, it's just platitudes. Again, like, this is something that you could read or hear as a five-year-old. There's not a lot of intellectual complexity here. It's literally just, Platitude, 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 don't worry, you go girl, you know, crap. Like, all this is, is cope, right? Helping people to cope with horrible decisions. So, I don't know if this is the best advice to be giving. 
frankly. Because ultimately, it hurts more than it helps, right? Giving people coping strategies rather than solutions to their problems or at least, um, you know, the, the... Yeah, I don't know. I just... I, I find this sort of thing to be kind of... It, it feels to me to be in bad faith. Again, let let me uh let me know in the comments what you what you think about this. But to to me, this sort of stuff is not helpful. It's actually it actually hurts much more than it helps. If in a place of hope for the future, one of the things we can do is lean into a radical acceptance of the way things are right now. And that life is the way it is. There is something that in my ideal world would be different. But what I get to do today is I get to decide whether I am going to be the author of magic or a seeker of magic. And seekers of magic wait for things to change. They wait for the conditions of their life to be right before they decide to bring a certain energy. Authors of magic decide to create magic wherever they are without that family member present, without that relationship in their life anymore, or with whatever problems they're facing in their life right now. Authors of magic decide to create magic where they are. And there are so many ways to create magic. If we're completely on our own this Christmas, maybe we use it as a time to create something that brings a little joy into our own lives or to treat ourselves a different way than we were going to treat ourselves today. Instead of beating ourselves up, we are as compassionate as possible to ourselves today. Or maybe we create magic by giving that compassion to somebody else. Maybe the pain you're in could... Lordy Lord. Again, like, what what is this video really meant to do? Make girls that have made bad decisions feel good about themselves. Like, that's how you never ever that's how you never learn or grow right if you just keep doing what you've been doing forever with no change so it's an invitation to connect with somebody else who's experiencing a similar pain but doesn't have the strength you do in being able to reach out so even though you're experiencing the same pain you're the person who's got the courage or the strength to actually reach out and connect to make someone's day a little better today. I want you to know that whatever kind of Christmas you're having, whatever kind of holidays you're having, you're not alone. There are people out there who are having the same experience. There are people out there who need your light and need your energy and need your magic because they're not strong enough to be able to give it to themselves or to find it in life right now. And I hope that instead of wishing for it to be a different way today you just make a decision to say with whatever situation i'm in right now what's my own modest little work of art that i could create today what's my own modest way of injecting magic into my day i wish you a very merry christmas a beautiful time over the holidays and a happy new year but this is me just reaching out 
and making sure. Yeah, okay. Do you feel like no matter how many things go right in your life, there will always be something missing if you cannot find love? This is the plight of so many people I know who are watching this channel who feel like my life is not going to pan out the way that I hoped it would. And this video was inspired by a question I got from a woman we will call Stacy for the purposes of this video to protect her identity. But here's what she said. After spending 10 years working on myself and what I want, my standards have gone up. How do I have faith that I'll meet the- Yup. That is the plight of women worldwide. The more partners they have, the higher the standards are, not lower. And because the standards are higher and not lower, they wonder, why can't I find a man? Well, the reason you can't find a man is because... The reason you can't find a man is because um, you, your standards have gone up while your value has gone down. The right person when I'm not finding them to meet my standards on dating apps or in real life. It feels frustrating. I have an amazing life and career, but in the back of my mind, I feel that part missing. I'm still worried about- What is this background music? Staying single or settling, and I don't want either. What Stacy is going through is so unbelievably relatable. So if you are experiencing that, know that you are not alone. It's hard out there to find someone. I've seen a lot of rhetoric these days about you know, people should get married. Marriages, Marriages make more stable homes. They make better environments for raising children. And anytime I see things like this, I think you're totally missing the point. People want long-term relationships. <laughs> they're trying to find these things, but they're struggling because finding an appropriate partner, finding a suitable long-term teammate. Yeah, uh, it doesn't happen because these girls are not realistic about what they can get. They're fours that think that they're sixes that deserve a nine. Then they wonder, why am I alone with cats and boxed wine? is extremely difficult for so many of us. There are so many people who are not emotionally available. There are so many people who are emotionally stunted, who can't access their emotions, who can't communicate well, who haven't got their life set up in a way where they can have a stable. And yet those are the very men that women choose. Hmm. And nobody tells them you've made a bad choice in choosing this, this, this guy. Nope. No one tells them that. So like, I don't know what to tell you. Like it's, like, if you're going to choose guys like that, don't be surprised when you then are unable to to get happiness. Like, like I don't understand why why some people are so like thick, right? They they it's like they choose. It's like they choose not to understand that the decisions, the bad decisions have consequences. Relationship. The idea that, you know, people just really need to stop valuing long-term relationships and marriage again is a complete misnomer, especially for the people that I've been working with for the last 15 years who really would like to find a relationship and don't need... And yet they're 30 plus alpha widows made absolutely horrible decisions are steeped in womanism and wokeism and have done everything absolutely wrong are overweight 
and annoying and masculine and confrontational, and then they want the solution to their problem. Well, you need to start at 14 years old solving these problems, not at 35, when your personality is solidified. Need to be told that it's important, but are struggling to actually find someone to do it with. One of the things I picked up on that Stacy said is something I hear a lot, which is that my standards have gone up. And a lot of people say this to me, my standards have gone up and now it's gotten much more difficult to meet someone. There's definitely areas where our standards go up in the right ways and we start to eliminate some of the wrong people. And that can make it feel like there's less choice, but really we've just eliminated the poor choices that we shouldn't have been entertaining in the first place. But sometimes we raise our standards in ways that actually hurt us. Let's talk amidst all of these things that you can't control about three things that you can control. The first mistake I see a lot of people making in love is valuing the wrong things in people. So we have really high standards about things that don't actually matter. I talk to many people who value the fact that someone seems to be doing very well for themselves, or they seem to have achieved a lot in their life, or they seem to have a lot of charisma. They seem to really own the room, or they're respected by lots of other people, or they're very in demand among lots of other people. You know, the number of times I've spoken to someone who has told me, you know, but, you know, they, they have so many potential suitors. They have so yeah, uh, these are the only guys that girls find attractive. Winners. So, again, you can't change women's nature, right? But you can change them, th their standards. And here's what I mean. If from the beginning you tell them, guys are a prize, they have to be earned. In order to earn them, you need to have the behaviors that good guys want, that competitive men want. You need to be fit, feminine, uh, cooperative, um, bedroom fun, loyal. You have to be submissive. You know, if you teach girls this, you have to dress in a feminine way. You have to you have to act in a feminine way. You have to present yourself in a feminine way. You have to not make poor decisions. You have to not have a lot of partners. You have to when you when you teach girls this, right? And and then look look in um. So so there's a problem in Asia now, right? Where because they they chose not to have girls. Uh, there's a few girls and a lot of guys, and so girls are super, super choosy and selective, and then a lot of them end up alone. Well, again, it's because you disdain men. You think men are this replaceable resource that you don't have to work to attain. And if you believe that, well, of course you're going to end up miserable. Like, it's kind of amazing to me that girls, like, make all these poor decisions. And then they don't understand why things aren't going well for them. So many people chasing after them. As if that's a reason to go for that person, as if that alone is going to make someone a good candidate for a relationship. Hey, if you've watched this far in the video, it's because you want to find them. No, 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 no. Sorry, we're going to skip this ad. Someone's popularity in the dating market doesn't make them a good candidate for a relationship, certainly not automatically. Their success, what they've achieved, what neighborhood they live in, they have great style. The fact that they're tall, <laughs> none of these things make for a great relationship. So the idea that these are the things we're going to value the most 
on the way in is suspect to begin with. The number of people who can- Absolutely. But these girls, again, you can't change a girl's hypergamy, right? You can't change that they want a winner. They want a competitive, strong man. They want a guy that other men want to be and other women want to be with. You can't argue with these things. So why are you telling girls like that that is wrong, that their nature is wrong? You can't change a girl's nature. So why are you telling them that that's wrong? That isn't wrong. What's wrong is that they make the bad decision from the beginning. They they make incorrect decisions in choosing partners. And they make those decisions because they don't understand what they actually need to do in order to be competitive for the partner that they want. But you're not giving them that advice. You're just telling them platitudes and then expecting them to get it. Well, of course, they're not going to get it. How could you possibly expect a girl to get platitudes? They don't learn anything when you say these things to them. Because platitudes mean nothing. They can talk to me for hours about a situation. They can literally plot from the moment they met someone, whether it's in real life or on a dating app, to seven months later when it fell apart. And when they tell me the story of everything that happened in between, nowhere in there can I figure out why it is they like this person so much. They like them because of hypergamy. They're strong, successful, competitive men that other men want to be and other women want to be with. But... Because their standards are so high, only these men will do. And men that actually would be long-term boyfriends and husbands that they should have married when they were 21. Well, no, no, we can't be with that guy. That guy's a loser, right? And of course, if you think that, you're never going to be happy. You're always, you're going to be perpetually miserable. Because you made the wrong decisions from the beginning. So how can you possibly have a successful life? You can't. It's impossible. Much. I sit there waiting for a moment where they're going to tell me about the wonderful qualities that they have, about the way they show up, about the kindness, the loyalty, the integrity, the consistency. That's beta male traits. Women are not attracted to those. Women are attracted to those when they're 35 plus. They're not attracted to those when they're in their 20s. Now... Again, ideally, a guy would have all the traits that they want. Tall, strong, competitive, successful, and also be a good provider. But 99.9% of men aren't these. So, girls need to be taught from the age of 14 what they're actually supposed to be doing to get these competitive men to not raise their standards so high as to think that they're better than all, than all men and only deserve a millionaire with a, with a Porsche, and so on about the loving nature that they have. All yeah. of these things seem completely absent in someone's appraisal of this person. And when I ask them, well, what is it you really like about this person? They'll say, oh, there's just this feeling that they give me. There's just this kind of, I don't know what it is. I'm just so attracted to them. That Hypergamy. That is something we should call into question for ourselves because what it means is that we are having standards around the complete wrong things. None of those things are going to make someone a great teammate in a relationship. A relationship is not some short-term... Again, Matthew is talking about, like, it's platitudes, right? It's, um... Uh... It's, it's platitudes. So what I mean is... You're expecting girls to, 
You're expecting girls to like beta male traits when that is not their nature. Beta male traits are only liked by girls after they have children. Before they have children and they want to have a relationship, they, they want to have a relationship with a successful competitive guy. So you need to teach them the behaviors that they need to do in order to be attractive to those men. And you need to teach them to be realistic about their own attractiveness. You can only get a guy who's maximum two points more attractive than you. So if you're a four, the best you're ever going to get in your entire life is a six. You're not going to get better. So you're not going to get better. You're only ever going to get that. Again, if you don't tell them the actual truth, how do you expect them to ever be successful? This is what irks me about the modern dating market. That's what irks me. Nobody tells the truth. Adventure, a relationship, if nothing else, is a life spent with someone who should make a great teammate. Catch yourself the next time you find yourself having met someone on a dating app or having just been on a first date with someone where they slipped in ways that they're successful, where there's a certain way that they're put together that you find them very attractive for, where there's a certain kind of importance that this person seems to have or a desirability that this person seems to have. Catch yourself. If any of those things begin to make you either obsess about this person or go out of your way to try to please them, remind yourself, none of these things make this person a great candidate for a relationship. Number two, while we have high standards about the wrong things, we tend to have really low standards, or in some cases, no standards at all about the right things. Now, what are the right things? Well, firstly, they're good qualities to have in a relationship, like kindness, like someone who shows up for you, like someone who's a good communicator, like someone who's consistent. But it's more than that. It's, do I feel at home with this person? Do I feel I can really be myself with this person? Do Again, it's just all wrong. Like... Matthew gives almost no good dating advice. So I understand why he has such a successful YouTube channel. Because you listen to him. It's useless. You see no improvement, so you keep listening. It's like um, drinking salt water, right? You think you're, making, you're hydrating yourself, but actually you're dehydrating yourself because of the concentration of salt. And so you keep drinking and drinking and drinking. Eventually you die. You don't understand. I'm 35. I still don't have a relationship. I've been watching these relationship advice videos the whole time. Why am I still unsuccessful? Girls, if you really want to be successful, come to my coaching. I'll tell you the truth. It'll hurt, but at least you'll get the guy you want. All right, let's end the video there. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all for notifications. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian L. Tom, Bobby Dylan, Renaissance Press, and Brian, shout us to you, most recent Patreon subscriber. My Patreon can be found at patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Buy my books at bit.ly slash Helios books. My coaching can be found at the Helios blog at gmail.com. That's my email. Just send me an email. I'll slot you right in. Thank you so much for listening, guys, especially if you listen to the end. Take care of yourselves, and I'll see you next time.